sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. Assorted Dinglings, and welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And because of me, we have nothing to do this week. Uh, I had... But we're coming to you live. Yeah, live from... Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Have you ever been? You... I have never been. I've never been to South America. I have never been to Central. any other continents aside from Europe. Ah. Yeah. Well, I was born in Brazil, but I don't remember too much of it. And even in Europe, I was only on the the not never on the main continent, just on England and Ireland. Oh yeah, Sex. Europe Junior. Uh, yeah. When's your next trip? You have a trip coming up, right? Oh man. Well, we do. We have two. I'm the one I'm least excited about is Boise because uh, we're going to visit my dad and. I don't know. I don't have high hopes for Boise, but we'll see. I don't know. I guess it's a city. I assume it's like a city like Sacramento is a city, you know what I mean? Like not a real city, just a big suburb or San Jose or something. But San Jose is weird. They're down they do have a downtown, but it at least when I was there it seemed awfully sterile. Oh it is, yeah. No, it still is. They have I mean they have yeah, most downtowns are pretty sterile though cuz it's usually like business district no but like philadelphia downtown it, it feels lived in it just yeah that's i guess true. that's that's what happens when a, town, a city is so much newer yeah but and yeah san jose it does have a downtown but it's not i mean i still don't consider it a city although population wise it's got more than san francisco and stuff but it's like just spread out and yeah yeah i don't feel it but uh, I don't think there's a lot of people who really feel like they, no one's going to go to the the mat and fight fight with you about San Jose being a city. Like some people would say, Los Angeles is not a city because it's so spread out and it doesn't really have a a center. Same. But I think I think people would still fight you if, if you didn't call it a, a city. Oh, yeah, but well, I think, I think that yeah, that's dumb. Um, but I think San Jose nobody's nobody's really going to take that very far. Yeah, it is just one big suburb. And like I I don't know if you've been to Sacramento, but I do feel the same way about that. No, I've never been to Sacramento, but from what I see of Sacramento, I would put it rank it above San, San Jose. Jose. Yeah, um, I, the best line I heard about Sacramento was from Greg Proops, and he said, uh, "How you get to Sacramento? Go, go to San Francisco and take a left turn at 1977." I think that perfectly describes Sacramento. It probably confuses a lot of people who were, you know, legitimately wanting to go to Sacramento, but well. What am I to say? I mean, it's not that hard to find on the freeway. The left turn to 1977. Um, anyway. Yeah, what the hell? Why did we start talking about this? Oh, yeah. Because you're going to Boise. And what's the Boise? second oh, place yeah. that's actually so, a desired uh, vacation? Yeah, we're going to Hong Kong and Bangkok. That's exciting. Yeah. I've been to Hong Kong. Never been to Bangkok. I look forward to the street food, by which I mean food that people have dropped in the street that I will pick up and eat. Well, according to Elon Musk, you're a pedophile. Oh, is does he, did he say something about 
people like Bangkok tourists are all pedophiles? No, well, he he's no. He, there's the the diving the diving oh, dude right, that he uh, got to fight with. Yeah, was 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 a British national who spends a lot of time in Thailand, and he called him a pedo. What's he was wrong? just joking, of course. Oh yeah, that's that's a harmless joke to make about somebody doing something heroic. What what is his deal? I don't know. Sometimes it seems like he's kind of a good guy, and sometimes it doesn't. So I guess he's human. Yeah, I thought he was a robot, so I'm a little disappointed. Mm. Which reminds me of a show. It's unfortunate you can't watch. Had a great episode this week called The Detroiters. It's not a recommendation. It's just sad that I can't laugh about it with you. What did they do? An Elon Musk thing or a robot thing? A robot thing. A very very funny robot thing. And this is a live action. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It has uh, Sam Richardson from Veep as one of the co-stars and co-creators, who is a very funny dude. I've heard him on podcasts and. Everything I've seen him in, I've enjoyed. Although he was an episode of that Adam Scott show, and he really didn't have a real chance to shine, but he was still good enough. Did you see, uh, Viv just told me about it, but I guess this last week, at some point, Adam Pally was on Stephen Colbert? No. Oh, she said he sounded, like, really stupid. And I, I was like, he was probably high, but I got to watch it. It's on, you know, YouTube or whatever. What is this... Uh, Sorry, I'm looking at the internet. Dan Rather unloads on Donald Trump over racist attack on LeBron James, but I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, for, well, I don't know why, but, well, I do know why, but Trump decided, because uh, uh, LeBron James had an interview with Don Lemon, and Trump decided to deride both of them in one tweet. Oh, yeah. And then ended it, ended it by saying, I like Mike. Who's Mike? I think he's talking about Michael Jordan, so he knows that there's a... Like basketball people argue about who's the greatest of all time, and he's saying Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. Oh, I thought he was talking about Pence. That's that's some speculate that he does have a good jump shot. Is that a term? I don't even know. It is, but it is relevant that he would like Mike because Michael Jordan is the one that's fam- most not most famous because he's most famous for being a be- basketball player, but he's very famous for when asked about one of the elections and why he doesn't stick up for you know, minorities and stuff. And he's like, ah, Republicans buy sneakers too. Uh, yeah. So he's got integrity is what you're saying. And LeBron James has no problem calling Trump a jerk. Ah, uh, Trump. Let's not talk about you anymore. Yeah. Goat fucker. Uh, yeah. Anything going on with you? You got any trips coming up? No trips. Uh, quite a few shows after our, our podcast last week i investigated and found some shows that are coming i'm excited about such as rolling blackout coastal fever oh nice uh courtney barnett again which is exciting uh first aid kit and i forget there's there's a couple oh taco cat oh nice taco cat oh and no tickets were bought yet but hopefully i'm gonna be able to see cameron esposito oh i have i didn't can't really get into her or i haven't been able to i've never seen her stand up but i laugh every time she's on comedy bang bang so i have high hopes i listened she had a podcast where she like hosted it was just like a stand-up showcase you know mm-hmm. um and yeah i was like hey this is but you know that's the nature of podcasts and especially like stand-up also i feel like and i think you agree because i think i heard this originally from you is a lot of stand-up 
is so much better live because of the energy and yeah you have it doesn't translate as well it never does yeah like if you watch a netflix special speaking of which like that one that everybody talks about the australian woman i can't remember what Mm -hmm. it's called right now nanette yeah yeah i don't know man i i haven't commented publicly because i don't want to get killed but i like watched the first 20 minutes and it just wasn't funny so i turned it off oh minute 22 is when it gets funny ah damn i should have known that's usually the way it goes Especially I haven't watched it yet. It's sitcoms. one of those things people tell me to watch. Just like the uh, This Is America video, which I still haven't watched. Jesus Christ. People tell me to watch it, and I refuse. Yeah. You're, this is America. You're a rugged individualist. You do what you want when you want. I wouldn't call myself rugged. You're a you're a lumpy individualist. Mm, more sp- spot on. Uh yeah, I, I don't know. I, I do want to... I want to try again, because pe- then people were like, oh, no, but you got to see the ending. All right. <laughs> oh, Always is coming as well. A-L-V-V-A-Y-S. Oh, yeah, they're good. I might get tickets to them. Damn. Oh, and Girl Pool and Porches. Also, lots of great shows are coming. It pays Hell to live thing. in a city. That, mm-hmm. See, San Jose? See what you're missing out on? San Jose, do they have any kind of venues? Oh yeah, they've got they've got the uh, hockey rink. That's where I saw. Well, I don't know if it's only hockey. Um, that's where I saw Prince and I saw U two there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about like smaller shows, like the kind of artists we're talking about. Right. Yeah. Like, I've never. I I need to do this. I'll need to see maybe U two or Radiohead or one of those arena bands at some point. I've never seen a show like that. So. At some point, I'll have to suck it up and pay the $70 to see a show like that. Yeah, I mean, U2 is good just because they put on a good show. I don't know that, like, musically it's all that exciting. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, well, well, I think, like, for these, these smaller bands, like, there's no point in them going to San Jose because they can just go to San Francisco or Oakland. And, like, people right, and from pe- San Jose people just come, come up. Yeah. yeah, and they're used to coming up for that kind of thing anyway, so, yeah. Although it is interesting, you'll, you'll see these kind of bands like uh, Future Islands is playing in Harrisburg and Lancaster, like small towns. I think like maybe there's a college nearby and that's why they hit them. But it's once in a while they'll go to a place like that, which might make for a different sort of show. Are they, Wait, are they college towns? Is that what you said? I think they're near college towns. Like, I mean, Harrisburg, I don't know. It's the capital. Maybe there's a college there. I'm, it's a city of a sort. Oh, it's like Sacramento. It's the capital, but it's not For, really. Yeah, yeah. It's not Pittsburgh. It's not Philadelphia. It's yeah. It's in the middle of the state. Harrisburg. Wow. Uh, and Lancaster. I think there is a college around there. It's it's just like a it's a farm farm town. Is how I think of it. Maybe I haven't visited it in a long time. It it's a bustling metropolis now. But I'm not gonna think well, that's true. Apparently, like I got this. I got this album, and when I say album, I mean it's all zeros and ones. I don't buy physical media. Um, and it's like a compilation of bands from Lancaster. And it's, <laughs> Lancaster, it, Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah, and it's all kind California. of... California. No, no, Pennsylvania. And it's all kind of like shoegazy type music, so... Really? That's interesting. Yeah, Vicious Blossom is one of the bands. Jane Driver. Um, yeah, I know, weird, I... And I was like, I didn't even know anything, but I was like, oh, yeah, I like like I like regional shit, you know. I like finding out stuff. So, yeah. mm-hmm. 
So do you listen to it or do you just like open it up in an editor and look at the zeros and ones and see, oh, this has a nice beat to it? Yeah, that's what I do. I, I figure out the melody from the zeros and ones. That's that's talent. Well, I was I was hit on the head with a board when I was a young kid, and then ever since then I've been able to do it. Unfortunately, there wasn't computer music uh, when I was a kid, so it took a while for the for me to really appreciate it. But but when you learn like your multiplication tables, oh, it was it was ruined because once you'd see like the number ten, you'd be like, oh, this has a good beat to it. And, like you'd be snapping your fingers, and then once the teacher put a two, you're like, what the heck is this? This is noise. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly it. It was like, I'd like cover my ears. It's like just a big screech. Fucking teachers. What are they good for? Overpaid. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah, so that's cool. I, I feel like San Francisco, actually Oakland has a pretty good music scene of late, but uh, San Francisco has always been really sketchy with their music. Um, Philadelphia, you guys have a lot of shit. Wait, what do you mean? Like, like good acts don't come through? No, I mean good acts don't come from San Francisco. Oh yeah, as much. yeah. There's some like lately. There's been some good like Japanese breakfasts from around here. Yeah, and, like girl pools from around here. There's been good like small indie stuff that's coming out of Philly, which is pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. There, there has been, and let's not forget Hall and Oates. But um, yeah, San Francisco. There are, it's better now, but like for a long time, San Francisco was just, I don't know, hippie shit, a lot of it. Even like into the 80s and 90s, you know? Like, I don't know where Blind Lemon was from, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were from San Francisco. Or New Mexico. R.I.P. The girl to what? Suit. Oh, I thought you were R.I.P.ing New Mexico because too many people are confused for Mexico. Blind Melon is from Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles. Eesh. It was formed in Los Angeles by two musicians, one from Mississippi and one from Indiana. Ah, that makes a lot more sense. I can't even fathom living in Indiana. Like, I don't know what it's like. It just seems... Eesh. When you say fathom, do you mean you couldn't live underwater there? I could not. I, I feel like they don't have the domes that we have out here for proper living, so you just have to hold your breath. Which is kind of bullshit. Get together, Indiana. We're all going to have gills someday. It's called evolution. Gil Gerard, most famous for playing Buck Rogers. Only famous for playing Buck Rogers, I would submit. <laughs> I would submit that he was a guest star on at least, but maybe more than one, Love Boat and Murder, She Wrote. And Match Game, probably. Something like that. Ah, uh, no. I, he, I feel like he would, like, he would be way too creepy creepily sexual with his answers on match game so they was, gave him the boot was there talk of a murder she wrote reboot or was that just something people wished i don't know i thought there was but you know it could have been one of those internet i mean it could have been like the star wars remake who the hell knows the new star wars remake i mean oh it was it was gonna happen then it got canceled and octavia spencer was gonna play murder that's too bad oh yeah she'd make a good murder although uh, for a second, I got her mixed up with Octavia Butler. I was like, really? Um, although I don't see why they couldn't just get Angela Lansbury. She's still kicking. Maybe she could like teach Octavia Spencer how to read and write. Yeah. It'll be real blindside kind of thing from her deathbed. Yeah. Tubes in her nose. 
Uh, have I ever done my Angela Lansbury impression for you? Nope. Right, I welcome it. And I said to her, you old whore. So when are you going to do your Angela Lansbury impersonation? Oh, oh, I guess it didn't, it didn't land with you, I guess. I just didn't hear it. That sounds just like your regular voice. Well, true, but Angela Lensbury modeled her voice after mine. Hmm. Little known I think fact. You might be gas- I think you might be gaslighting me. I think I might be gassing you with my farts. Have you ever seen Gaslight? Yes, I have. Have you? That's a good. I have. I have, and I, I say it's a good movie, but I really shouldn't because I think I was like 13 or 14, so I don't quite remember it other than the fact that it it was an interesting story. It was a creepy, creepily filmed movie, and it had Angela Lansbury in it. Yeah, no, it it it's good. It holds up. It's not great. It's good. Mm-hmm. Like you can watch it and and enjoy it. It doesn't seem like super dated or anything. It's just, um, you know, like the, like all movies from that time or most movies from that time. It's it's kind of predictable just because you've seen so much after it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it fall it. It hits all the beats that you expected to hit. So, um, but you know, you could say the same thing about Hitchcock nowadays. But the movies that still hold up. Sorry, millennials. Man, we're talking about Angela Lansbury and Gil Gerard. I don't. I Millenni- think- well, I don't think I think we should be apologizing for everyone because no one wants to talk about Gil Gerard. But millennials know Angela Lansbury. They like Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah, that's true. She played the Beast. I forgot. Sans makeup. I, we can't say that. That was Robbie Benson. Oh, that's right. It was Robbie Benson. Jesus Christ. Talking about fucking alienating millennials. Jesus. <laughs> Again, that alienates everyone. Was he, like, did he do anything? Like, why was he famous? I he was he, famous. He was famous the- for being good looking and being, like, on the cover of Teen Beat and 16 magazine. I don't know. Like, I feel like he probably did, like, the kind of ABC after school specials type stuff, but I don't know. Oh, so he never had like a movie or anything? I don't think so, but I'm also not interested enough to look it up and find out. Do you remember Sean Cassidy though? Yeah, but he had like he was in the Hardy Boys. That's true. Yeah, which was a fun show when I was nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the books were written for nine-year-olds, so it's not you know it's not. Yeah, no. Well, it's I, supposed to be for nine-year-olds. Yeah. I think they. I think they tried to make it um, appealing to adults as well, but maybe not. I can't remember. Like, it's been so long I, since I've seen it. I don't actually remember ever watching this show, but I love, when I was in probably sixth or seventh grade, I could not get enough of the Hardy Boyd mystery books, and I wanted to be a detective, just like the Hardy Boys, and I wanted a big fat friend, and I wanted to drive a jalopy, whatever that is. Oh, yeah, me too. I read them all. I read all those and all Nancy Drew um, when I was, you know, uh, two years old. Whoa, again. Always pr- proud of your early reading skills. Uh, yeah, Parker Stevenson. That's a whatever happened. Oh, that was the other. That was the other brother. Yeah, he was, and he was married to Kirstie Alley, I think. Now, now Sean Cassidy also had like, what? What didn't he have a family like in real life that was singers? Is that right? Yeah, David like, Cassidy Cass- from the uh, Partridge, Partridge family. family. Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sean was the cuter one. Well, I guess that's not true they were both like pinups um sean cassidy so also ahead, produced uh tv show american gothic which was like this creepy i don't know early 90s i'm gonna say it's on hulu 
Huh. You can look that up, millennials. Who would be like I think in the like nineties, the kid from the Tim Allen show would be that era's Sean Cassidy. Oh, JTT? Yeah. Who would be today's Sean Cassidy? Uh, like maybe it would be like that Logan Paul YouTube star, or is there someone on TV? I, Justin Bieber seems like he's past that no, stage. He's, yeah, he's past that. Uh, I don't. It's probably like somebody on some like Disney Channel show or something. Yeah, I would yeah, guess. I but who I mean, like ten years ago was Zac Efron. Yeah, yeah. And Zac Efron has a. Speaking of Zac Efron, since we are, has a movie where he plays John Wayne Gacy coming up. Nope. What's the good-looking serial killer? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. It never fits for me. John Wayne Gacy sounds like a good-looking guy. Ted Bundy sounds like an ugly guy. Nope. John Wayne Gacy was an ugly, fat clown. Yep. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So you're welcome, millennials. We brought up Zac Efron. No, I, I don't Get know. Get all S my D. Like, I don't know that millennials like Zac Efron, do they? I don't know what a millennial is. millennial is someone who was uh, born at the like at when the world was just starting. Is that right? So they're like a thousand years old? Yeah, they were born when uh, when Jesus died, I believe. No. I oh, no, they I were born during I thought the Byzantine Jesus, Empire. You're right. I thought Jesus was pretend and the world started 1,000 years ago when we like dropped out of an egg. Well, that's true, but they they couldn't have been born then because that's when the dinosaurs were here. Their own dinosaurs were only around for two days. Or, uh, you know, they were – or the bones were left by God uh, as, as a hoax on us. But, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so let's say millennials are a thousand years old. Um, yeah, then they really don't like our jokes. They they want to hear more about Charlemagne and shit, fucking the Magna Carta. Sorry, I millennials. Confuse, I always confuse that guy from Glow and Veronica Mars for Zac Efron. Wait, Glow and Veronica Mars. Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah. Really? They look kind of similar. Yeah. No, that guy's way better. Way better at what? getting my loins working um no i i don't know i shouldn't say that because i haven't seen zach efron in literally anything so for all i know he's a fine thespian i wonder the those movies look like they, they might be like surprisingly funny that he's in where it's like uh is it jason siegel that moves in next door oh no to i a did fraternity? see that it no it's uh it's uh seth rogan seth okay so are they i funny? have seen him um, no, it's not funny. No, it's but... not funny. That's too bad. No. It, There's it... a new Netflix movie. Have you watched it? I have not. It's Kristen Bell and and Kelsey Gramner and Seth Rogen. It is Kristen Bell? I saw the you know the pop up on the screen, mm-hmm. um, for like a new, and I was like, is that Kristen Bell? And Viv's like, I don't think so, because it it was just her in profile and it was kind of far away. But oh no, I haven't seen it. I had the opposite reaction. I was sure it was it was Kristen Bell when I saw the the pop up. Maybe it was a different picture, but I was like, "Is that Kelsey Gramner? Is he in something?" And yep, it is. Oh, I mean, I trust Kristen Bell, but I don't trust yep. Netflix movies. So it'll be I like the uh, the description sounded kind of cheesy. So I think it's written by Seth Rogen's wife. Oh, Seth Rogen's married. Yeah, by to someone famous, or oh. maybe. I think she was an actress in Zach and Miri make a porno, which Seth Rogen was also in. I don't remember. Oh, not stories. Elizabeth Banks, though. No, oh. Elizabeth Banks is a different person. Lauren Miller is her name. All right, I got to look up and she, Lauren and Miller. And she, she wrote, uh, what was it called? 
for a good time call, which I thought was going to be good, but I didn't get a chance to say it. Was it based on eight six seven five three zero nine, Jenny? Mm-mm. I don't know what that is. Uh, yes, you do. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Never heard it. All right, you're gonna play this game, Lauren Miller. Oh yeah, I recognize her face. Um, oh, well now at least we don't have to call her Seth Rogen's wife. Yeah, that's. <laughs> anyway, oh well. Maybe I'll check. You know, I do love Kristen Bell. Uh, sent something to Kristen Bell from work. A book, I assume. And uh, and I wrote on the FedEx label, you're my favorite. <laughs> Never heard back. <laughs> That's because Dax Shepard got a hold of it and yep, ate it. I'm, I'm going to... Speaking of which, have you listened to his podcast? No, I didn't even know he had one, but I saw on Facebook someone recommended listening to it. Yes, I... I, it's actually very good. Um, depending, I mean, there are some guests I just don't want to listen to. Uh, is Kristen Bell ever a guest? Yes, she is. Then, okay, Definitely listen, listen to that it. episode, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think they seem like a cute couple. Yeah. Uh, he's very, uh, he's a lot smarter than I would have thought. I kind of, I've always, I always feel like when actors are able to play dumb well, it usually means they're pretty smart. Yeah, well, and the fact that Kristen Bell, you know, Married oh yeah is yeah no it's i mean i'll give it's not a an end of show recommendation but i totally recommend that show it's it's worth listening to um <clears throat> anyway yeah it's a good podcast is, is that on a network or he just puts it out himself probably i i have no idea actually um it's it's kind of funny when famous people do podcasts yeah. Like, why? Why? And then you think, well, why do we do it? Just they're doing it for the same reason. Just well, they can talk about whatever they want. They're also getting paid. We're doing it yeah, for free, fuckheads. Yeah, yeah, but whatever he's getting paid for that podcast, like, is dwarfed by like what he five could seconds, make in a... Five seconds in an ad he does with his wife. So it's, I don't. Well, think he's doing it for the money. That's true, but he the he can make money doing it, and it's a lot easier than acting. Go, going no, but I'm saying stuff, but... I don't think he's necessarily doing it for the money. I think he's like this is a way he can get and express his thoughts. Oh no, definitely, like, and it's fun. Yeah, but yeah, I, that's I, what I'm saying. saying. Like it's it's much more like the pay is obviously going to be considerably less, but you still can make money doing something that's just all you. Like you're not, mm-hmm. you don't have to read somebody else's lines and blah blah blah. Yeah, but I can only think of two people who do it. It's uh, Dax Shepard and uh, Anna Ferris. Right. I can't think of anyone else who, like, they're not, like, there's famous people who do podcasts, but they're famous for doing podcasts, like Mark Maroon. Yeah. Well, well, uh, Norman Lear has a podcast, or he had one. I don't know if it's still going. So he was really? another example. Yeah. Um, and he had Amy Poehler on. That's pretty fun. I didn't know about that. That's kind of reminds me of the that office joke where Creed wanted to have a blog and, and Ryan just set him up with like Microsoft Word, like somebody just told Norman Lear, oh yeah, this is a podcast, and he's talking to a tin can. Eh, I'd still listen. No, it's it's what? okay, like he's very, you know, he's old, and you know that going in, so you're fine with it, but it's not something I listen to regularly, it's just whoever the guest is. If there's a good guest, mm-hmm. I'll listen. Right, but that's true for a lot of podcasts. The interviewer is not really what I'm, li- like I used to listen to more Nerdist's, 
I guess that Nerdist doesn't exist, whatever his new show is. Well, I never listened to his new show, but when I used to listen to Nerdist, it definitely was not for the hosts. And I would just pick and choose guests. Yeah, same. And I, I do the same with Mark Maron because sometimes he has interesting guests on. Nope. I can't go that far because Mark Maron, is, his voice is annoying and his 25-minute soliloquy about himself is too annoying. And I can't even skip it because I know it's there. You can't skip it because you know it's there. I know it's there. Autobiography title. Um, how long have we been going? You want to take a quick break? We'll come back and talk sure. more bullshit. All right. We'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero. Tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's Greyhound Racing, steeplechasing, the Reformation. Transubstantiation, Brian Stucker's creation, the land of the Thracians. And right back to the start, it's gonna take some time and patience. We're back. I think we are. We came back actually quicker than it took that music to play in real life. So, do you have stuff that you're looking forward to in doing in Bangkok and Hong Kong? I mean, sex tourism, I assume. Uh, no, you know what? The good thing about Hong Kong, going back to Hong Kong, is um, that seeing the touristy stuff this is what i love about going back to places so then this time i feel like we can just get more of a feel for the you know for the city or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. hong kong is i don't e- to this day i don't understand what hong kong is is it a city is it a province is it a uh i don't yeah i don't know man is it a prefecture well, didn't it used to be like a british colony a, yeah yeah and now it's a Chinese colony? Yeah. Although, like, I think it's still very much, like, independent of China in, like, culturally and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't want to go back, right? No, That's what I don't think so. Yeah. Who wants to go back to China? So, do you have, a, like, an area that you stay at? You've been there once, and this is going to be the second time? Yeah. Um, is well, there an area you, you're going to stay at that has fun stuff? Or I don't I don't really know anything about Hong Kong. Yeah, well... well we stay on Hong Kong Island, uh, that that side of it. There's also Kowloon. I mean, it's pretty big, um, mm-hmm. but there's not like well, I shouldn't say that. It's it's like a super just super densely populated place. So no matter where you are, you'll find shit to do. But I I want to you know I like getting like feel of neighborhoods and stuff. So mm-hmm. Bangkok, I have no. I mean, I just feel like it'll be a cheap place to eat and shop and shit you know i don't know normal touristy shit i i'm definitely looking forward to it from what i understand bangkok has really good italian food yeah that's what i'm going to bangkok for the italian so with hong kong it's like speaking english is is not a problem depending on hong kong island it's definitely way easier um than in other areas like kowloon is more cantonese but viv speaks cantonese so we'll be all right um, but yeah, you can you can get by in English 
fairly easily. And if you can't, you know, just point. And say it loudly in English. And yeah, say you know, it very loudly and slowly in English. I want that prostitute. Yeah. So I just finished listening to a podcast. I think I recommended. I forget if I did or not, but it was called The Gateway, and it was about uh, Teal Swan, a a I don't know what to call her, a self self proclaimed self help person where yeah. she people will contact her when they're suicidal and she gives them advice like you have to either commit to living or commit to dying. So, you know, not the greatest person in the world. But anyway, the the last episode has like a full on um, uh, interview with her and some of the stuff she said was pretty bad. <laughs> like uh, he asked, how do you know so much about psychology? He's like, I have a photographic memory. But five minutes before that, she talked specifically about a t- a, like a case where the woman killed herself after dealing with Teal Swan, and she said, "Well, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember uh, what what she knew when she came to me." So it's like, dude, the what's great is the interviewer didn't like highlight that. You just have to pick up on when you're listening, and it's it, it made it a little bit stronger. Oh, that's. But anyway, cool. what what made me think of it was that she's says that she she's in contact with the universal consciousness, which is where all questions and all thoughts people have ever had forever are located. So she doesn't have to study. She can just access that and learn things. And that's how she learns lots of medical information. And he's like, well, why don't you like, you really want to learn different languages. Why don't you use that to learn languages? She's like, you know, I don't know. I really have to study that to figure out why I can't learn languages through it. Wow. <laughs> I and these, I mean, here's this is the thing. It's really easy to make money if you have no scruples. Yeah, I, but I don't know if she doesn't have scruples or she's if she just really like nutty as a squirrel. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, I I'm trying to figure out is her first name T period L or period or is it teal like the color? T E A L. It is like the color. Yeah. Well, I mean, she, with that name, she was pretty much bound to go into that business. <laughs> uh, so is it like a, it's like a documentary type podcast on her? Yes. Like on her and on the people who believe that she's helpful. I mean, she does have access to the universal consciousness, Pat. I don't know that we should dismiss her so readily. It was two podcasts I started at the same time, and I liked them both. This one was called Gateway, and the other one was called The Habitat, which I did I think I did recommend about the group of people living on the You did, colony. yeah, in the in Hawaii. In Hawaii, yeah. yeah. And that I finished that. I finished both of them this week, and they both were worth listening to. Both interesting, and at some points the the Habitat one, the interviewer got a little bit annoying, but it was still it was still good. And did anybody kill anybody else on the Habitat? Guess you're gonna have to listen, but Damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm trying to. Th- I've been like looking for a good philosophy podcasts, but they're kind of hard to find. Uh, I did listen to this one. It's called the Philosophy Guy, I think, and he mm-hmm. he like does like pop culture as it relates to philosophy. So he did like three episodes on Westworld, um, but it's like. It's not super deep. That's my problem. Like the episodes are like fifteen minutes long, 
So oh, okay. Yeah. You don't get a lot of, you know, which is fine, but, and, you know, it it provides a service, I guess, for uh, really stupid people. But Now, this is not a philosophy podcast, but have you been listening to the Good Place podcast? I have. I've listened to, well, I was going to say I listened to all of them, but they probably have a new one I haven't heard. I listened all the way up to the uh, Comic-Con panel. Okay, one, which I'm, I, I'm not for it. Well, I, I like, wish it was longer. It seemed like a really short panel, which was a little disappointing, but it was still awesome. Maybe it was longer. They do have YouTube of it, or did they have the whole thing? I don't know. You know, it sounded like they had the whole thing, but they could have totally edited edited it, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I haven't gotten that far yet, but I really have enjoyed it. I think Mark Evan Jackson is awesome, and he's like, he walks the fine line of being involved in the show and a super-duper fan, but also having interesting questions. Yeah, no, I de- I recommend it. I mean, you should watch the show first, otherwise it's well, kind of weird. But well, just the first season. You don't even have to watch the second season because they they, they do really don't spoil effort. anything. Yeah, they try not to. Yeah, apparently they're finished filming the third season too. So well, yeah, I would hope so. It's coming out like next month. I guess, but that always surprises me how fast they finish. I thought, you know, I just thought like they'd have like five or six episodes, and then while the epi- while the episodes aired, they'd be filming more. I don't, yeah, I don't know how TV works, man. Uh, have you been listening to the REM podcast? No, I have to get back to that. I forgot about it. I'm like way, way behind. I'll have to go back to that because I know they interviewed you too, and they they've gone off the rails and done like other stuff in addition to REM. And I really want to go back. Yeah, yeah. The U two the U two interview was cool. Like, uh, Ed Bono is just really so full of himself it's funny it's funny to listen to like he starts reciting lyrics from his songs and shit i'm like yeah dude these guys are fans they know the lyrics what are you doing but i bet they didn't mind oh no i'm sure they were thrilled uh yes speaking of adam scott been rewatching for maybe the third or fourth time parks and rec which is always good so I have Parks and Rec on DVD. I need to rewatch it with the commentary on. That's something I haven't done. Oh, yeah. You have, like, the whole series? Mm-hmm. I have that in the office. Like At one point, Amazon was offering them for really cheap rates, and I bought both because I know I like both so much. But I haven't taken the time to listen to the commentary with either, and I, I really should because I know I'll enjoy it. Yeah. we Well, when I, watch, when I rewatch Parks and Rec, just start right at season three. Oh, you skip season. I think season two. I, I, I mean, I like season one, but I think most everyone likes season two. I mean, that's when Adam Scott first gets introduced. I think, yeah, halfway through season two. Once they get rid of that, that schlump. Who oh, I don't mind. Uh, yeah, I, I can't watch the first season. I think it's actually terrible. Like, I don't think it's good. <laughs> but, but then season three, like first episode, has a recap. So I'm like, yeah, this is perfect. Jump right in. The- the first season, I guess I see what you're saying, but there is some great Chris Pratt stuff in the first season, but it gets even better as it goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anything else? Have you seen any movies? No, there's lots I want to, but I just haven't taken the time to go. We're going to see that... Blind Spotting tomorrow. So I was going to ask if you've seen that yet, yeah. I want to see 8th Grade, too. It's supposed to be good. That looks great. Uh, got good... Like uh, good reviews and a good. It was a funny trailer. I didn't even see the trailer. I just like heard things. You know, heard good. I don't know the guy who made it, Bo Burnham. Bo, me either. I Bo Burnham. I guess he's like he was a he's a comedian. He started on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about him. Oh, but, I didn't know that. Well, that's yeah. interesting. 
but but the, yeah, there's that, and there's um, I like I'd like to see the Christopher Robin movie too. Yeah, geez, uh, Roger Ebert. Well, not not the ghost of Roger Ebert, but his website that still does reviews. They gave it a pretty bad review. They said there was too much darkness in it or something. But um, yeah, I want to. I mean, it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Hugh McGregor is a good a sign of quality. Named after a sheep. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, eighth grade, I think, well, I shouldn't make a blanket statement for everybody in the universe, but I think for most people, like, eighth grade would be, got to be in the top five, at least, worst years of your life. Like, just a terrible fucking time. I, I, would I, love I did to not see mind eighth grade. grade. I, I had, had much, much worse years. I didn't mind eighth grade at all. Really? <laughs> People are so shitty at that age. I guess maybe I was one of the shitty ones. Yeah, you probably were. You're, you're the one like knocking the girl out of her wheelchair and stuff, pantsing mm-hmm. her, thinking it was funny mm-hmm. in the quad. We did not have a quad, so all that's a lie. Uh, that's one of my favorite uh, debate techniques when someone goes like does a long list of, of things about what the topic is and then hits one that – like. A little bit off, and then the response ignores all the other stuff, and then a little bit off just like dives deep into it. Oh yeah, it's there's got to be a name for that technique. Uh, but you know, what are we logicians? No, it's it's called living on Twitter. Yeah, that's true. I I know I'm I just can't. I was into Twitter for a while, and I just can't get it. It's only for like news and stuff. Oh, it cracks me up. I like it. Eh. Yeah, people. Some people do post funny shit, but I don't go on it that much to check. Uh, a lot of people really hating Facebook lately, but I don't know. That's it's a good way for me to keep in touch with people. Mm-hmm. I know all their their shittiness, but I don't know. You know, it's like Amazon. It's kind of a shitty company too, but it's convenient. There's. T- I mean, I didn't realize that Philadelphia was so like. I guess this is just the people around here, but people around here think that Amazon's coming here for their, you know, they did a thing where we want a second headquarters and we want all these cities to give us, give us lots of money to make it happen. They're thinking Philadelphia is going to be the spot. Where? I don't know. All right. I mean, I guess that's good I don't for know what the economy. I, don't know. I, I guess just downtown, they'll just build a skyscraper. That's there's all, there's plenty of, you know, buildings they could knock down to put up a skyscraper. I guess that's what they're saying. I don't really, it's not clear to me. Maybe they're talking about like some undeveloped area Whether like not, right now it's just, it's, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to put it, but Lancaster. They already are in Lancaster with the distribution center. I oh imagine. yeah. Distribute. Well, yeah. Distribution centers are everywhere. Um, yeah. Wilkes-Barre, now that I know how to pronounce it, was in the news. Why? Because of Trump. Oh. oh, right. He went there. Okay. Wasn't that where the Q signs were and shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on, Pennsylvania. Uh, Wilkes-Barre, what, is that like more rural or is it, I don't know. I don't, that's, that's not even, that's not even a suburb. That's out, that's out like way. It's rural, I guess. Okay. It's like a small town. I, would, I bet it's three hours from Philadelphia. Oh, geez. It's farther away than fucking New York. Mm-hmm. It's actually pr- probably closer to New York than it is to Philadelphia. Oh, I'm wrong. Two hours, eight minutes to Philadelphia, to Wilkes-Barre. And to New York? Hold on. 
New York City. Two hours thirty-three. Two hours thirty-three. Uh, it's a little. Bit it's more. a good place. It's a good place to meet. Like if you have like crime to do and you're a Philadelphia gangster and a New York gangster and you want to be like undercover, you say let's meet in Wilkesbury because you both have to drive a long time and you know Wilkesbury police they kind of turn the other way. Oh yeah, they're. Apparently, Scranton is the the place to go for pizza, though. It's like the I've heard from numerous t- people that the pizza in Scranton is the best in the world. I mean, that can't be true, but I wonder why. They I, don't know, I don't know. It might be like there was a large Italian population that that emigrated there at some point, and I don't know. So, but I've heard that streets are probably really oily. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I really wish. I don't know. I wish I could move to Philadelphia, but also maybe, maybe. I feel like if I did, then the weather would get to me like pretty quick. The humidity of the summer or the the winters of both. Nothing but nothing but flurries. Uh, yeah, you lived in California. You know the difference. Yeah, my area, California, was even nicer than yours as far as weather goes. Yeah. Do you miss the weather? Oh yeah. Like when there's a nice day where where it's the California day, I was like, oh, this was every day. Yeah. Especially the humidity. The humidity drives me crazier than the, and then the cold. The cold, I was like, oh, I'll just put a jacket yeah, on. Yeah, the, the humidity you can bundle like, up. Humidity is just gross. You got to change yeah. your fucking clothes in the middle of the day and shit. Yeah, no, I know. I can't do it. Uh, I was in in uh, school for the army in Alabama where it was just humid as fuck and. Like I used, I had to go home at lunch and change my uniform, and uh, yeah, I don't know how you, I don't know how you people do it. I mean, I guess you're just stupid. Army school, that's a, a, a opposition of terms, an ox or a moron, I would say. It is an ox or a moron. Yeah, army school. I had to learn. Uh, I had to learn all this really like high tech shit in the army that I never used again afterwards. Don't understand it. You probably are the same. What I don't even know what you do. Are you a programmer? Can uh, you say on this podcast? Yeah, I I don't really do it as much as much programming now. It's more like helping other people get programming stuff done and facilitating it and more administration stuff. But I used to be like that's all I did when I was in California. That's all that's all I did was programming and that was that was fun. So you speak Another language, C plus <laughs> plus. No, I don't C. even know. Just C. Uh, what? Yeah. What? What do you learn? C plus plus is. What do you mean to do the languages? Yeah. It's just like, it's just there's it's just logic basically just figuring out how to to talk to the machine and tell it to do things. You're, no, I get that. But what language do they? What what computer language do they teach you when you go to school for it? Like well, there's got to be a main it, one, right? Not anymore. Yeah. It used to be they would start with C because everything comes out of C. Right. But I think now it's it's more like it depends on who's teaching. And it depends on what you're doing with it. Like C is, is good for more technical stuff. And it, C is really good for everything because you can branch off from there and do anything. But if you're just doing it with like business, they're going to do like the more the Microsoft stuff. There's like C Sharp. And then if you're doing – you're doing uh, Apple stuff. They have their own. I even forget what it is, but Apple has their own language they use for writing iOS apps, and there's there's all kinds of stuff out there. I think I think basically when someone's getting into this field of, of programming, when I when people ask me, I just tell them learn whatever you, you're going to learn. Start with whatever you're going to learn because you're going to have to learn other things. Just be 
be flexible and good about learning like this first language, you know it really well, but it doesn't really matter because you just need to know the, the, like how, the way of thinking. Yeah. You, you have, how to think. Yeah. Because the grammar is going to change from language to language, but a lot of the, how to think is going to be the same. So, so, but if you like learn C, then is it like easy to learn, easier to learn Python or does it matter? Like no matter what you learn, it'll make it easier to learn another language. I think C, if you learn C, it makes everything easier. Okay. Yeah. But there's still, there's going to be like points where you're like, oh, this is totally different than what I'm used to. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter because there's some are really different. I like, I like starting people with C because like C++ is just an offshoot of it. And then Java is so similar to C++. I don't remember what Python is like. I think Python might be more scripting and not very much like C at all. So that, that might be a totally different thing. I forget what Python looks like. We, but like I say, it, does, it doesn't matter. It's just you're learning how to, to think in a logical way. Yeah. We've bored everybody to death with this. Not uh, the millennials. They love it. Yeah, but they just, shit. They, they're born with it encoded in their genes. They don't even have to take classes. They just, they just pop out of the womb programming. Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't follow you. Um, no, that's cool. Well, but then, okay, let me ask you this. Could, couldn't you become a hacker pretty easily if you wanted? Or is that like a whole different easily. type of skill I mean, set? It's a lot of the same skill set. They're using a lot of the same. Uh, I mean, they have to know computer programming and they have to, yeah, I could become a hacker. I could do all, I don't know if I could, but I could, I would just have to read up a lot of stuff. But you must know like about security and stuff in, yeah. in yeah. In fact, I had to hack into a computer this week, but it's not really me doing anything. It's just using someone else's code. Well, see, you're wasting your life. I don't know why you're not uh, hacking into uh, Bank of America and Wells Fargo and shit and making us both rich. Jesus. I would just make you rich, and then when they bust me, I'd just say it was all him. And I'll say it was a gift. We're both in the clear. <laughs> Perfect crime. Yeah. <laughs> We're sorry. We didn't know it was a gift. It's all good. You can keep that money. Yeah, yeah. You just claim it on your tax return. <clears throat> I think the person who receives the gift has to claim it, or is the person who gives the gift? Someone has to claim it. I think you both do, actually. I mean, I'm just guessing based on how the IRS likes to fuck you every way it can, but I think you both actually do, but I could be wrong about that. I know the person who receives it does. I've never given enough of a gift to somebody that I would have to worry about it, but... Me neither. And I never will. Because we're not generous. Nope. We're generative. That didn't mean anything. Don't go looking it up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. There's not a lot going on in, in pop culture right now, I guess. Really, we're just it's waiting for It's the summertime. For I mean, it's the late summertime. There's not even the... Like, the blockbuster movies are kind of slowing down. I don't even know when the next next Marvel movie is going to come. I don't think it's coming until next year. It's not as oh, no, Captain Marvel. They're done. They're done with them. Oh, no, no, no. They're not done because... Yeah, no more Marvel Captain... movies. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, Did you see the trailer for Shazam? Suzanne? S Shazam. Oh, Shazam. Yeah. No. What? They're doing a Shazam movie? Yeah, it looks kind of fun. Really? I mean, did you watch Shazam and Isis on... Uh... Saturday morning TV when you were a kid? No, was that? It was like live was, action, god awful shit. Like you would no, expect. I, but. No, I did not. 
but Shazam is the first DC movie I actually want to see in a long, long time. But is that? I feel like Shazam is like from the forties. I mean, I know a lot of them are, but is he still current? Is that like a character that they have comics on yeah. still? I don't know if enough to, to know if there's a like a there's been a Shazam series for a while, but he shows up in Justice League a lot. Man, I just it's too bad Jim Neighbors is gone because he could have been in there saying Shazam every. Every time he showed up. They... So the story of Shazam is that a little kid gets meets somehow this old old ass wizard, and this wizard gives him powers. And uh, there's a really good. I never saw the trailer came, and then someone posted this on like comments to one of the trailer, and there's this really fun Superman story. I guess it was probably Justice League where like Shazam screwed up, and and Superman's in his room and like like about to scream and then he figures out he's just a little kid like in a adult's body and he's like oh i see what's going on here and he's like who did this to you and they give him the name of the wizard and superman goes to kick the wizard's butt he's like what the hell did you do to give this power to this little kid i thought that was a really like i I like when like modern day creators are looking at things from a different perspective from our perspective yeah yeah because like as a little kid, as a little kid, you're like, "Yo, this is awesome to have these powers." But you know, as as you think about it, it is kind of it's a heavy burden for for somebody, even even an adult. So it's it's an interesting look on things. On the other hand, you know, he can make out with people if he wants. So it's a trade off. That's big. That is big, Ami. Uh, should we just go to recommendations, stations, stations, stations? I don't have any more yes, bullshit to talk about. I have. I have a recommendation. Do you? I believe I do. You can go first. Okay. Well, this is kind of piggybacking off last week's recommendation, but it just came out this week, and it is the soundtrack to Sorry to Bother You by The Coup, which is basically a new Coup album. It's not like soundtrack music. It's songs. And got Janelle Monae on a song, very uh, really excellent song. They have a bunch of guests, Tune Yards, people like that. Um, Lakeith. Lakeith David raps on one song. Uh, and Is it laconic? No, it's actually <laughs> no, it's actually pretty uh, frenetic, surprisingly. Oh. Um, but uh, but it's a really uh, like I love the coup anyway. So and this is just another really solid album. So it's worth getting. I'd say right now maybe my number two album of the year behind Janelle Monae. But you know. I've only listened to it a few times. Yeah, get it. It's good. And it really, you don't have to see the movie to get the soundtrack. It's not, you know, they're not singing about the characters and shit, so, or the storyline. Uh, yeah, what do you have? I'm going to recommend the TV show that's new, and surprisingly, it's a few times I'm caught up on the TV show. It's Castle Rock on Hulu. It's the Stephen King multiverse show, and it's very well done, and it's surprisingly him a surprising amount of really good actors are in this. Like every time I see someone I like, I'm like, wow, she's in this too. So it's a, it's good. Yeah. I watched the first episode. It seemed kind of slow. Um, it is slow, but yeah. I, I don't mind that. I'll keep watching. Speaking of Stephen King, uh, we watched it this past week. I mean, we hadn't seen it before. Um, the movie, not the, not the TV show. Uh, I just thought it was really dumb. Like, I don't, I didn't get, like, the thing is, it's not scary to me because I'm not 
scared of murderous clowns. It's not a real fucking thing that live in sewers. So <laughs> oh, it's it's it just seemed very ridiculous to me. It's very much like it was weird because it's like the things that scare kids, but it's an R-rated movie, so it's not made for kids. It's made for adults. But these things aren't scary to adults, at least not to me. I thought it was fun and it had it had some good scare moments, and I thought it was creepy too. Maybe seeing the theater helped that. I don't know. I didn't find it especially dumb, but it's funny because I went out with people last night and uh, the woman who saw it recently also at home said the exact same thing. She thought it was dumb. Yeah. I mean, thankfully they kept the orgy scene out, <laughs> which, yeah, I, I, I do think they did. It was like, it's the book was, I like the book. I thought it was good aside from said orgy scene, but I thought, uh, and I was not sure how I was going to react where they changed it entirely, where, they're taking the adults out. Like in the book, it's kind of goes chapter to the chapter where you're getting each story. But I think this works better of having the kid's story and then having the sequel of the adult story. Oh, did it go? I don't remember it well enough that it went back and forth like that between like present yeah. day and past. Yeah, um, it was more intertwined than, than this. At least that's how I remember it. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. It was like back and forth and back and forth. Um, yeah, it just like... Watching the movie, I have read the book, but then watching the movie again, I, it just made me think, like, how much cocaine was Stephen King doing at, the, at that point? <laughs> uh, anyway. The, I thought the movie had some really, really strong flaws regarding the, the girl. I can't remember exactly, but it was like she constantly had to be saved. She never was – she never had her own, like, her own voice. Like, she could never save herself, and it was – it was like in stupid ham-handed ways they did that. Yeah, I I can see that. That oh well. Speaking of that girl, um, sorry I don't have the actress's name up, but she is in Sharp Objects, a new HBO show, which is also very slow. But she plays um, Amy Adams at a uh, as a as a younger girl, and she really fucking looks like Amy Adams. It's crazy. I'll have to watch that. I've not. I've heard good things about that show. I don't mind slow, so. No, I don't mind either, but yeah, yeah. No, it's it's fine. They do need to get going. There's only two episodes left, so. Uh, anyway, write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Pat will tell you the rest. Rate us highly on iTunes, and perhaps if you're feeling like it, write us a review. Uh, like us on Facebook. But most importantly, tell your friends to listen. Yeah, maybe do it in the form of a song so it'll stick in their head. Listen to pop culture continue on. Boop, boop. Jazz hands. All right, I guess that'll do it. So uh, next week we'll try to have a topic. But, you know, like I said, we're not making Dak Shepard money off this thing, so you'll take what you get and love it. Until then. I called oh, Google yeah? my top. I call Google my topic. It's my top internet crawler. Oh, internet crawler. That is a modern term that Pat's using. Well, he's a programmer, so he would know. Until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.